what is our policy on spoilers? Like, no, there is no, there's no idea. There's no, there's I have no my own Wheel of Time podcast with my all right, all right, all right, all right. and uh, whoa, whoa, no plugging spoilers. But I don't, I don't know if, if we want to avoid that. We're just all like right. casually spoiling the last book in the first episode. So no, that's fine. Just no, none of this matters. Okay, you ready to start? Sorry, Jim. Oh, we're having a what? This has not been recording. That was gold. I think it's been recording. It's just there's editing, Brian. That's how this works. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's any how of this my works. podcast actually. I yeah, this podcast talking. is a lot of editing. Let's just go. That is what it is known for. <laughs> Welcome to Several People Are Typing. I am your co-host, Jim, joined with Will, like always. Good, good trusty co-host that I got here. And uh, uh, I think Will's attendance is technically better than mine at this point. Um, and we have uh, Brian and Dave and a special guest, James Dowd. Hey, hey James. Hey. Uh, we brought James on because we have all finished. Because I actually like Because he, he has a competing Wheel of Time podcast. <laughs> so we brought James <laughs> on. And, and we just need somebody to shit on. <laughs> <laughs> this is all true. finished the second uh, uh four episodes of little time and uh we want to discuss it as it wrapped up season one um and i think we all have opinions james uh, listened to our first podcast and noticed an error or two maybe <laughs> i honestly wasn't gonna bring that up except for the number of books i do know how many books are in the series so yes. i am the voice of um authority here so james came knowing how many books there are in the series so he's already off to a good start um uh, and uh, James, actually, I think the person you, I think you introduced me to all time was either you or Brian. I forget who, because you kind of meld together in a lot of like way back history. <laughs> Thanks. Um, that's, that's I'm nice. sorry, but you guys nice were hanging out a lot together. So, like, it was like, ah, it's one of those two. Anyways, uh, you guys, I both remember really, really liking it. I'll say that. So, uh, so yeah, let's get started. So, last uh, four episodes, season finale. Um, let's start off with thoughts. I think Dave had, had a lot to say. So, Dave, if you want to give like a quick recap of what happened and then your thoughts, go right ahead. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good way to do it. So episodes uh, five, six, seven, and eight, um, for the most part, are pretty slow compared to the first four episodes. Like episodes, I believe episodes five and six take place almost entirely inside of Tarvalon uh, and really center around sort of like the politics of the Aes Sedai, specifically around Moraine and Swan and you know, the sort of like twist moment that they did in the series with their relationship. Um, and then they go up through the ways. Um, what's the name of the city in the north? Uh, Faldara. Faldara, right. And so there's this there's a city on the north that's like on the edge of the blight. Uh, and it's kind of like the, the first guard against the Trollocs and uh, the Fades and the Maedral and all that good stuff. Um, and the, the latter two episodes mostly take place there. And then there's sort of like the last, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of episode eight actually takes place in the blight uh, with Moraine and Rand. And there's a sort of like epic showdown-ish thing that happens. Uh, and, and then, yeah, the, the, it ends kind of on a cliffhanger and sets up some stuff for, for season two with the Shanchen, uh, which could be cool. Uh, I mean, I think... One thing I will say that I did like was I thought the way the series handled the Children of Light was pretty good. So I'm I'm curious to see where they take the Shanchen. But overall, my two cents is, man, I had high hopes for the latter half and it did not deliver. But we'll we'll get into that in a bit. Jim, how do you wanna how do you wanna handle that? 
Yeah, um, I guess we'll go around the, the horn if you want to add any to the recap and then and some of your thoughts. That's so, a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, Will, you're next. Yeah, I've I've already like cleared most of the Wheel of Time series space out of my head. <laughs> um, got to this one a little like late. That, that, that was in short term memory that that got flushed. That didn't get flushed <laughs> down to long term memory. Um, yeah, that just got wiped from from RAM. But I think um, that that is indicative of it does say something. Will Dave, Dave froze. Did he just freeze? Yeah, he froze. He'll yeah, he pop in in a second, not realizing he's frozen. So, anyways, yeah, I think that says something. Will. Yeah, Maybe no, I'll, I'll be yeah. honest. I, I like the show, and I barely remember it too. I mean, it's been what? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you? You were the ringer, man. No, uh, I, the thing is, I took extensive notes because I do my own podcast, so you know, I can look it up what happened. But yeah, no, it's it's true. Like as much as I enjoyed the show, it it wasn't like a stick in your head forever kind of uh, show, which is a little worrying. But it's season one. And book one is one of my least favorite books, so I'm not too shocked that that happened. Yeah, um, I definitely came away from it like, man, I'm looking forward to the next season when it comes out. That'll be nice. Yeah, um, we'll, have a, we'll have a new Matt, so that'll be exciting. Explain wait, what do you mean. New actor? Yeah, oh, you guys don't know him. about this. Yeah, so after No, definitely episodes, not. So, okay, so here's what happened. As far as I know, after episode six, they stopped filming because that's when the pandemic started. And um, Oh, the, wow. The actor, that was yeah, that long ago? Matt, yeah, the actor who played Matt left the show. Uh, there's some rumored reasons why I don't want to go into it in case they're wrong, but um, in any case, he was out, which is why he wasn't in the last two episodes. And I think they must have rewritten the end of episode six where he gets left behind to to get him out of the rest of the show. Yeah, that's why they did that. Huh. Yeah, because very, be, weirdly it abrupt. really should have been Matt talking to Pat and Fane in episode eight. It was weird that it was Perry, right. and that's probably why. Oh, right. So they had to do some yeah. last minute rewrites, and that's one of the reasons I think Matt got left behind. Um, because that was in the middle of season one. So there's a new actor who's been uh, cast for season two. So yeah, Barney Harris is out. And the thing is, I liked his Matt, although it's funny. I just I just want to say like, it's weird how they've kind of presented Matt as the most evil character. And I'm like, he's actually the least evil character in the entire series. So it's kind of weird that they're like, like he's the secret dark one. I'm like, he's like the most heroic person in the world. He just doesn't know it. Well, That's not in this part. version. Yeah. I think I, he will be eventually. I mean, to your point in the books, he, he, kills the least people by far right like yeah, no like he does nothing that's like even remotely shady like ever he doesn't even like sleep around that much like it's crazy <laughs> but they're like he's the evil guy and i'm like nah not really you're right it is mostly like reputation that like he can do all these things but he never really it's like it's all not on screen at least maybe off screen maybe, maybe it's implied you're right but uh, robert Jordan never it, spent that much time in that area so i guess in yeah, the context of of this book he's the only or this series or whatever like he's the one who like goes and grabs the evil dagger thing so it's kind of hard to not paint him oh yeah no it as makes sense the bad the, guy it, it, right like yeah, it, it makes sense they made him dark but the whole like constantly harping on like no the dagger was feeding off of him as much as him off it i was like really really though so i don't know i i the thing is about this show though like i for the whole season if you watch my podcast you'll know um but like the whole season i'm like they're just going to stick to the books more or less and just change as little as they have to and then episode eight happened i'm like nah. oh no they're changing everything so yeah. i'm actually kind of intrigued to see where they go with a lot of stuff i, I could see definitely some big changes coming along so uh, on that note stuff i meant like one. like in general narrative form i don't mean like changing matt and perrin's backstories i meant like i thought they were still going to do like okay they're going to do that and then season two will end at um fama and season three will end at the start of tier and now i'm like eh, okay they might go crazy with exact uh how, exactly how things play out I, I wouldn't i would not bet on any specific thing happening anymore well, yeah, i think that's so, a really so smart I'm, idea oh sorry go ahead brian go for no, it i i was gonna say like that is exactly my impression in general which also works out really nicely for the way I'm coming at the series because I just double checked because I was wondering about this. I read this, I read Meal of Time when I was 16. Um, 
So, and I've never read it since then because I just <laughs> double checked. That's when book eight came out. And I remember like when book eight came out, that was the last book that I was like, oh, I read books one through seven all in one go. I loved this. Let me read book eight now. And then I'm like, I fucking hate this. I'm not going <laughs> to keep reading this. And then I never, I never picked it up again. So like my memories of the world are like super distant and only went up to book seven and stuff. So like the series so far, I've been like, oh, great. I don't even, I remember the vague outlines. Oh, the dragon, oh, the dark one, like this and that. But like the details going, like I'm not, I'm not contrasting it from anything in the books at a certain point. And the idea of like, oh, they might go in different directions or hit like beat points at different points. I'm like, cool, I'm excited. Cause I'll just like watch whatever story that they want to try to do. And it'll either suck or not. And I don't really mind how much it differs from the book. Yeah. I wouldn't want it to be identical to the book. I mean, I've already read the book, you know, I don't need to see it exactly. Right. It was. Yeah. There you go. So um, I'm, I'm glad they're doing it. And like, they're, they keep me guessing, even in season one, like I was like, are they really not going to have Rand be the dragon reborn? I like, actually legit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was like, are, are, do they have the balls to do that? And then I was like, <laughs> even when he was like, I am the dragon. I'm like, but is it actually going to be all of them? And they're like, no, it's just Rand. I'm like, okay. But you got me for a while. Like, and that's pretty impressive to make me suspect that you're going to change something that big, even if you don't, especially if you don't, really. I, I would have, I thought that would have been an interesting choice. But I mean, yeah. that still might be the case, right? Who knows? It's all, ah, souls, reincarnation, blah, blah, blah. Depends well, just, it depends if Rand gets fired as well. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then it was that's 90s the, real the whole time. <laughs> that's, that's the real politic, right? They could just get Hayden Christensen. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, he is very... It, it would be... A, okay, I have a question about... I'll go into some of the specifics. Uh, the whole uh, Loose Theron backstory, I, and I could have missed this because like, it was a long time ago, but I don't remember it being futuristic. I don't remember it yeah, being no, like... That, that's accurate. They of, don't really go into kind details. Of implied. Yeah, the Age of Legends is basically our technology plus magic. Yeah. Plus oh. more like it's it, there's definitely flying cars and stuff. I, like that's, like okay. my my impression is that we right now are in the first stage and this and the second age starts when somebody just figures out magic and then we just layer that on top of our world. I think that's accurate. I think that's like canonically accurate, but it's yeah. certainly a valid interpretation in any case. Y yes, exactly. That's wild. Okay. Yeah, it is because you could you I mean just literally like oh us but also magic and then and then somebody's like hey I figured out how to like tap into like dark energy but like it's cool right and and we just call ourselves dark friends and like that's cool <laughs> <laughs> we just Dude, sold I'm... our soul to satan but you know yeah it's but, cool, but it's not like satan satan right like but he was a source of <laughs> no, green it's... energy i mean yeah, that's exactly. right yeah green energy yeah. <laughs> guys i found i found it's green just, energy it's just a, mis it's just a mistranslation they oh, were saying green black the energy shit uh. <laughs> oh that's like the lightsaber check like turn on your lightsabers oh red oh, oh crap <laughs> yeah no the uh no actually i, I kind of like the way they did the age of legends i also love they spoke the old tongue um and i'm really glad they didn't do the actual prologue because i don't like yeah, it was, it was yes, silly. too jarring yeah even, and the, i even, even the... doing it i wouldn't be shocked if it starts season two now that they've introduced yes. my own but E even the opening even the opening they had at the beginning of the first episode i thought was was they could have just skipped it completely and things would have been better <laughs> yeah you're probably right i don't think anyone actually liked the opening of the first episode no just I, get right I see no positive feedback on it anywhere yeah j just get right into like fucking lord of the rings did stuff it and, and everyone wants to do it but like it, it's off even in lord bad. of the rings it really like did it could have it could have just not been there yeah yeah and again uh, like like james said have it at the beginning of the second movie and it would have worked even better. That's true. Yeah. 
All right, Dave. I know you had some stuff you wanted to get into. Bring it up, Dave. Oh, fucking land. Let's get right. oh, she has a going. she has a tell. So, Let's get into some of the now grapes. you can teleport through the blight. Yeah. So, man, I got a lot of fucking problems with this show. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think the the number one thing I want to harp on is just I thought in general that the the writing did basically no justice to the cast. Like I thought, like maybe this cast can act. And we just don't know because the fucking script is so fucking bad. And the way they set up the interactions between the characters are this basically the same throughout the entire show, which is like, let's get two characters and a baby set where it's mostly green screen behind that set. And we're going to shoot over the shoulder and they're going to have a dialogue. And that dialogue is going to have a ton of fucking exposition. In it. And that is easily the vast majority of the show like probably 50 60 percent of the show is shot exactly like that and it reminds me so much of like a low budget cw show like i don't know if they had budget constraints but this is usually a cost saving technique anyway i had a, I got a scene i hate that i'm gonna play that will illustrate we're gonna, we're gonna get specific let's yeah get specific. We're gonna get specific. 10, 10 million per episode is what they spent oh my god that's so much money. Is, yeah. I, okay, I don't, I don't before have that in context, but it sounds like a lot of money. That's yeah, pretty so sure much it is. money. But before I, I, uh, you do the scene, though, I, I think the constraint was actually time, not money. Like they definitely wanted more episodes and didn't get them. So I, I think that's oh, one of the reasons there's so much. That exposition. makes sense too. But they even in episode was definitely- one where they fucking had this ridiculous over the top fight. Like there's still so many scenes of two people in a room talking to each other. And like, this is how we're going to do the, the bulk of our dialogue is like, you're going to have Matt and Pat and Thane talking to each other. You're going to have Rand and Egwene like having a little romance scene. It's kind of what the wheel of time is though. I'm not really sure what you would expect. I think what Dave's getting at is, is these scenes always have an opportunity to be able to be doing multiple things. Right. And you go to some like the brilliant, like, right. Like someone like analyzes that original star Wars scene with like Darth Vader, how the scene is basically someone being like, Hey, Darth Vader, we found some stuff. He's like, okay, great. Let's go after it. But like, it does like 10 other things with the scene, right? Like it's when he's in his bubble, he's in his hyper chamber. It shows that like, he's vulnerable, that he's actually like not one of them. He has seen as an outsider, right? It's like, it it, so it, it, it it does a lot with the scene they, when all that happens is, hey, we found some guys. He's like, great, let's go after him. You know? The, 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 the claim is you're not multi-threading. Yeah, so here's the thing though. Like, I, I kind of, I mean, look, I'm not a movie critic or anything. I'm not gonna be like, well, actually, just you know, but I do feel like they actually nailed the essence of the characters really, really well. Um, the problem is, I feel like I only think that because I've actually read the books. I've talked to people who haven't read the books, and they were like, oh, it's weird. There's no character development. I'm like, but what are you talking about? Like, they've set up every character for their entire 14 book arc, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I think that's kind of, I actually think the character in the context are, of just the show. Yeah, if yeah. you know what's going on, I think that what they did was really good. But yeah, like it's I don't know that it's actually accessible. But people seem to like the show. Most of the negative reviews I've seen were from book readers who were mad they changed things. I've not really seen anyone who watched the show blind be like, oh, this show sucks. So you know, well, get get ready. Well, yeah, here Dave, we go. Dave, Let's right, Dave, get go into fucking it. into it. Haven't All you right. read the books, that Dave? Oh yeah. Yeah, well, then you don't count. It's exactly ah. you're the kind of person. No, Dave is looking at it from have, a critique of not. this is a show at the end of the day. Yeah. And and anyways, so go. Anyway, so this is a scene uh, in the early episode eight. Uh, it, plot wise, all it's meant to do is to have Lan 
understand that he can track Moraine through the blight, even though they severed their connection. And it's a scene between him and Nynaeve. Let's watch. Are you all right? Can you feel anything through the bond? She doesn't want to be followed. Not what she's facing now. After the Jolok attack in the two rivers, when I followed you, it wasn't you who I tracked. It was her. She has a tell. I can show you how. You would let me go without you. You bring him back. You are a remarkable woman, Wisdom. Her wisdom never wets. But if I go to Tavalon, it may be I'll be something other than a wisdom. I will hate the man you choose. Because he's not me. And I will love him if he makes you smile. You are as beautiful as the sunrise. as fierce as a warrior. You are a lioness, Wisdom. Tell me how to find them. All right, that was the scene. She always turns left at every dungeon intersection. <laughs> Just, how, so how, just, else you, how else are you going to find your way through? So, so just just do that and you'll find her. That's her right. tell. So I got a lot of problems with this scene and I can break it down into four. Before you start, I have a major problem with the scene. I'm guessing it's not one of your problems, but let's find out. <laughs> uh, is it the color? No. Okay. I don't I don't care about cinematography at all. I wouldn't know cinematography oh. if it slapped me in the face. All right. So anyway, uh, plot-wise, this, this scene makes no fucking sense. And like ultimately, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if like if the purpose of the scene is to have Land show up at the very end, which is what he does in the eye of the world. You could have just done a throwaway line and the audience would have accepted it. You didn't need to have any actual explanation. And also like before when you were tracking Land or, or Moraine, she was on a horse and she was injured. And now she, and she was going through the forest and now she's going through the blight on foot. So whatever that tell is, doesn't make any sense. So plot wise, it makes no sense. And ultimately the audience doesn't fucking care. Number two, the plot, the, the set thing drives me crazy. Like, because they are standing on a tiny set with a green screen behind them, they can't move. So they're just, they're like, they're like, you could see it in their movements, right? Like they're just like, they're basically like their elbows are like pasted to their bodies and the cameras are like right on fucking top of them. So not only are they in a tiny set, they've got cameras on them. And so they they can't, they're just stuck there. And so I don't feel like they're in a, a castle. I just feel like they're on a tiny set and I hate it. And then the script is terrible. Like I, I'm all for romance, but there's no, there's nothing written on there. Like you're a lioness. What, what, why, why is she all right, a lioness? So let me let me jump in here. Um, there are two <laughs> major problems with this scene. The first one, like you said, is that it's not really necessary. Um, but the other problem is the reason the scene exists is actually very clear. It was to get those lines in because those lines are directly from the book, um, which would have been fine. Except, from the book? I don't remember if it goes that far, but I'll like the... Uh, I'll hate okay, the I was just curious about that. Yeah, I remember the line, I hate the man you're with. Man. I kind of vaguely remember that. 
if if I recall correctly, this is the conversation Rand overhears and he stops overhearing it in the middle. So, you know, but anyway, the, the point is that the reason the scene existed was to get those lines in the book. And the reason that drives me crazy is because those lines do not make sense with the way they're presenting them even land here. Like they're actually right. in a relationship at this point. Why is he saying this now? Like in the books, it made sense because he was totally resisting getting involved um, right. at this point. He doesn't actually get with her for a long time. And here it's just like, what? So that's what drove me nuts is this felt to me like they were like, we have to get these lines in because people like these lines, even if they make no sense. And the justification. Now I would say like with the whole like tracking rain, you're right. You could just do it in a throwaway line. But the point was just like, we had to do something. And this is an excuse. But you this didn't. scene is doing two things. They're just two dumb things. But like if he had <laughs> tracked her, he could have been like, I tracked you. And no one would have thought twice. Like like the fact that she she like hit, hit her feeling of where he was doesn't oh, mean- yeah. Like we didn't it's, need to. Who cared that it, uh, she did it? It just fairness, meant that like it, it was a little harder to track. In, her, like in fairness, it, it it at least paid off a little bit of why Neneve was able to track them earlier. Like that made no sense at the time. So at least having something about it was nice. You're right. It well, does kind I, of honestly, tie in a silly thing. And... I think Hausen was too nice. It makes even less sense than that because the way Len hides their tracks is he hides everyone's tracks, not just his. Well, that's that's. What, what I mean, I'm saying is totally different than the idea that like, oh, she has a tell, therefore it works. Like, that's nonsense. No, no the, I mean, it's it's funny. This might be my least favorite scene in the whole show for these reasons. It's funny that this is the first one you picked, but uh, I'm not, I'm just, well, I don't I, care I that picked, it's zoomed in. I, I picked it. It's dumb. I picked it because if this feels like so much of the show is like this boring dialogue between two characters and then we cut to a next scene where like literally the scene before this is Moraine and Rand in the woods having a conversation. And then this, this scene is Lan. What's the next fucking scene? Let's let me just go to the guy. The next video. scene is Rand waking so, up in his dream and Ishmael showing up. And oh yeah. Him. So there's, there's another yeah, scene much, where two much people more wait, 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 have out. a conversation. No, two people have a conversation. Okay. If you have a problem with Rand and Ishmael talking, you should probably stop watching the show. No, no, no. Yeah, I have at a, least I have two a, characters. I have a, is not intrinsically bad well it's bad when literally you have a cast of 10 people and the whole fucking show is two people talking and like this is this is the character development between them although i do i i I love how much dave you can't stop seeing the green screens and actors standing around and just like i know i know your head's in the space of like thinking about the production of how these things are done and i i can't stop thinking about it too it's yeah no i for me to me, that's all nitpicking. I, I don't care, but narrative problems I care about a lot. Yeah, There's yeah. some here. I don't know. Well, well, I care about me, good like filmmaking. It's not a film, it's a show. So there you go. Well, what do you guys seen? And I'm trying <laughs> to figure out, I'm like, wait, there you go. Like, filming. Wait a how, how serious <laughs> saying, is Lan? Well, how serious are, are Lan and uh, Naive right now? Because they're way more serious than I thought they were. And like, maybe I missed that because I don't know. I, you know, I remember they hooked up, but that's about no, they're all like I eternal lover shit. Like, yeah. they are like, I just remember they hooked up. And then I went back and I was like, you know what? Let me like read the plot synopsis for the previous episodes because maybe I missed some big pieces of information. <laughs> and the plot synopsis say Nynaeve and Lan has sex. Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the entire plot stops. Really cut into the chase there. Yeah, it's like, here's what that's happened. The, that's the juicy part. That's what everybody's been waiting for. Anyway, Dave, what was number three? Well, I did three. Number four was just oh, like four. The, the way the way that they all deliver, deliver those lines sucked. Like the they're they're really even 
they're all they're talking in these like hush like they do this through the whole fucking show like they talk in these hush tones and like they're being real serious about this stuff she's like she's doing the crying thing while she's also keeping the even tones the entire time and it's just like that is like to me the delivery is bad it's bad it's like it's bad acting and i don't think i don't blame the actors i blame the director Dave. i guarantee the director told them to uh, for what it's worth i have no problem with the acting uh, i'm not an art critic but i liked it and that's really the only thing that matters so all right good for you doubts so let me talk to dave for a second because <laughs> <laughs> dave you just said that these actors couldn't move so how right. can you have them show lots of emotion like it almost feels like the set design demanded that be how they talk because if you were to have cameras within like a few feet yes. of you you can't yes. then scream or shout or move your hands you're gonna hit something so like yes it almost then requires you to be like well this is like the only way i can try and it's like okay you barely talk you're doing a hush hush tone you're really not allowed to move show all the emotion you possibly can go you know and that's what it felt like if you if you if, if your like intuition on the first part is correct it follows that that like the actors are just like, well, okay, like you're, you're, you're in a telephone booth. Uh, uh, tell someone you love them immensely, but don't move your head more than a couple inches. It's like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Like, I don't know. I, so I, don't, I don't have much of a problem with it in that sense, right? Like I, I can totally see having, you know, hey, we're going to have this like, you know, intimate, important relationship conversation and we want it to be small and we want it to be close, right? Like that that is part of like gaining the intimacy through the cinematography right is like you have this small enclosed set like and you are with them as like the participant in that conversation so i don't mind it that much it's really the acting that falls down for me and the delivery of the lines um like i see the green screen too but like you can have people not move around you can have like quiet you know uh delivery but it's all very flat right i mean i i to your point will you're right like if but if you're gonna do that intimate moment like, why is he standing on a, a balcony, balcony. In a big open like, air? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like the, the scene doesn't line up. It's no, like, the, the, like no, that's fine. I don't mind that's that either. Fine. Right? Like he's yeah. he's off. He's looking. He's pensively looking into the distance, yeah. knowing that uh, know, at the whatever plate. the fuck like, that's where he knows own... that yeah. she doesn't. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't mind that. So I, I expect some merchant below. Like you'd hear some hooves with like a merchant walking below, being like, "Hey, buddy, get a like." I don't know. Like it's like you're right there. I don't know. Would you have a super serious, important conversation if people were like ten feet from you? I don't know. But again, if you're gonna do that, fucking, and even if it's on a shitty little green screen, like change a goddamn camera angle. Why yeah. are you shooting it from underneath the actor? Like at least put it above so it looks like they're looking out at something. They're just like, nope, like. We can't fucking move this goddamn camera because there's no room. You're right, Dave. That, that, Actually, I, that would have been I, that would have been fun, like seeing them like they're staring out at the blight. Wow, would have been cool. I, I like that. Cool. Like off where I, re I really want like, there to be like they're behind like the thinking scenes. about. Sorry, sorry, Brian. <laughs> I mean, talk over there. That was amazing. You guys are in perfect sync of not talking over one another. <laughs> I right, will go. We'll go. Yeah, will you're fine. No, I, I just uh, mine was just gonna be a joke, not really commentary. I just want there to be a behind the scenes of this and like they actually built this entire set that would be amazing <laughs> and i'm just wrong and, like, and, yeah. and, and they just they, they picked like unflattering camera angles and they're like we spent 10 million dollars we, we made an entire blight we built Falara. <laughs> yeah, they built the entire city they're like oh we, man why we, spent, why we spent all this time blocking the shot and for some weird reason we just like have half a building in the background that like 
totally intersects with his silhouette. Yeah, because that was that seemed like a good shot at the time. So I kind of, I kind of have a meta uh, commentary on this. It's just like, who cares? Like, if you hated the show or you didn't like the show, you have complaints about the show, great. You can talk about it and criticize it. But if you did like the show, you don't care about this. So why spend so much time on it? Well, because I'm trying, I'm trying to drill into objectively what I think is. Yeah, like... but there's no such thing as objectively why. Look, Dave, the way it works is people either like something or don't like something, and then they come up with rationalizations for why, which is what you're doing, and it's cool. <laughs> we get that you don't like the show, but I don't think there's a lot of value in spending like 15 minutes nitpicking. Like, let's talk about. I don't know. There's a little bit of value. You know? It's definitely fun too. Um, uh, this, this honestly, this is this is why your last podcast drove me crazy because it's what you guys do. Well, talk bigger, man. You're just wait, wait, like, oh, this one wait, 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 I have, a, I have a, quite, I have a thing to say. Yeah, if, if you don't like the podcast, why, why are you nitpicking it? I'm just I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, Touché. I'm offering suggestions Touché. to improve. Touché. You can take them or not at your, uh, at your discretion. Well, I, I, my, the reason I don't like to do that is because I think fundamentally the directors had a vision for this show that I personally don't like. Doesn't mean that I don't think other people. Yes, let's talk about that. That's, I think that's a much more interesting conversation. Like what is it about their vision you do or don't like? I mean, I think it, it, a lot, what we talked about last time was it just felt like too much of a copy of Game of Thrones to me that they were trying to be dark fantasy for the sake of. I do agree on that. Check. I I think they, I'm, I'm actually glad they didn't go further than they did. I assume they'd go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll, but yeah, I agree with you. I, I'll agree with that. They, I am thankful they didn't go further. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely darker than the books are. Um, although, as you know, like uh, a lot of people, Sanderson himself has pointed out, like the books are actually very dark. It's just all off screen. Like people yes, get disemboweled, yeah. they just don't talk about it. But it yes. happens. Right. Right. And but the the thing that so I went back and I reread the end of I I reread like the first 10 chapters and I reread like the last three chapters just to like see like wait like how far because I hadn't read it in a few years and I wanted to just make sure I wasn't crazy and immediately the thing that struck me was the difference in tone right like it is like it is an adventure story like that is very much like a either ripoff or homage to Lord of the Rings right and it is like a grand adventure story. And like at the very end of the book, when they're all in the blight together, because they're all there, including Matt, like he's like shooting arrows at like monsters. It feels like a D&D adventure, right? Because they're like monsters. They're like worms chasing them. They have to make like a rush to like the, see the green man. I forgot the green man was even in the fucking book. <laughs> and and no that to me, like from a big directional perspective is my biggest gripe is that like, I wish that they would have kept it like this sort of like pulpy adventure story. And instead they went like dark drama. Well, here's the thing though. Um, like, I, I agree. If you're trying to adapt the first book, maybe you do that. But the thing is, Wheel of Time fans don't like the end of the first book because it's nothing like anything else in the entire series. Wheel of Time is not an adventure story. It started that way to hook people, but it's a drama story. And one of the things they really did here was they took the tone of books like four, five, and six, which are most people's favorite, and just applied it to season one. That's why we get all the Aes Sedai. That's why we get all the politicking and stuff. And the truth is, the end of Eye of the World, no one does anything except Bran, which right. to me, it made sense to take everyone else out of the blight except Moraine because of that. But the problem is what they did with the other characters, I thought mostly sucked, especially Gwen and Eve. Right. Um, yep. I really didn't like it. And Perrin. Perrin was okay. It wasn't that bad. Like, I don't, he's Perrin knows it was I'd no like better. Her. He was no better or worse than what I remember. Egwene may or may not have healed Nanive from being severed. 
which doesn't make any sense, or dead. Like nothing about that scene made any sense. <laughs> so that that's my other least favorite scene. I was like, what does this mean? I hope they have a good explanation. But but the thing is, I love the stuff they did with Ren and Ishmael, which I thought was, you know, actually interesting and very, very different from the books. I mean, it's similar to what they do in the later books with Morden, but you know, they certainly I mean Balzaman in the books, who's Ishmael here is just a crazy person, basically. Um, and here right. he's like calmly, rationally talking to Rand. And like, you know, there's there they take like Egwene's accepted test as like the the um the setting for this little thing. And a lot of the conversation they have is right out of the final battle with the Dark One, which is really cool. Like they're just like, let's just skip ahead to the 14th book and reference that. And I just loved everything about the way they did that. And it was a massive oh. change from the um from the books, at least this book. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like all the stuff, like you could recreate the world however you want it. You can make a perfect world. Like that's stuff the Dark One says to Rand. Like straight up, that's what this is, is referencing the last book, which is really cool. And I was like, that's right. awesome to doing that already. So that's stuff I like, but like, just like, yeah, Perrin, you're going to be like, eh, I don't know if I want to fight people and get yelled at a bunch. Like, eh. And Matt's not even here. I mean, you know, <laughs> but uh, Rand was cool in the last, last, uh, <laughs> last episode, I thought. And I love Ishmael. I love that he's got like modern like suit going on. And he's very, very calm. Um, I didn't like the whole fake out with the stupid fire face. I should have just not done that in the first place. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. It did feel like a show that kind of rewrote halfway through, which is weird because it was recorded like a year ago. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, but I think that, like, better that they corrected at the last minute than kept yes, the fire Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because the fire face sucked. If they made it look good, it might have been okay. But it looked yeah. good. <laughs> so, you know. Wait, who's the fire face hey, supposed thought, to be? It was James. James, I thought, I, thought we're, I thought we're not we're not supposed to criticize shitty production value or uh, or acting. <laughs> well, that that was just a bad decision, you know. Like, why present Balzaman as if he's in the books, but then not do anything with him, and then at the last time be like, ah, I'm just not that guy. Like, it's just weird, you know. Like, what was the point? Um, like, you know, what were they thinking when they wrote it? I, I have no idea. Um, but I, it really maybe they changed their minds after episode six when you know everything changed. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, because otherwise it's just like inconsistent writing for no reason in within one right. series season of a show, which is bizarre. Wasn't it wasn't it like they told Maureen they're having dreams and then she cast a thing and then it never happened again? In the book or the show? Because no, I think I think the answer is no in either one. No, I thought no, in the book what, they were like, Hey, we're getting these dreams. The she's like, is, Okay, hold on. And then like she set up something and like they just couldn't like pen he couldn't penetrate it and like the dream stuff. No, not in this book. That uh, I think she probably shields Ren's dreams. Or no, he shields his own dreams. She does that later, but no, in book one, they never tell her. Okay. Uh, because she reacts so badly the first time that they're all like, we're just going to pretend none of this is happening, <laughs> which is a really dumb decision on their parts. But being making dumb Good decisions because they don't trust Marine don't is like the theme of the book. Yeah. So, um, and the Shanshin, oh, they're coming a bit early, aren't they? Like, no, aren't no. they? Like, they're this, they were in book two. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The, the climactic battle in book two is with the Shanshin. Oh, yeah. I thought that was much later. Okay. Nope. No. Well, the thing is, they get driven away in book two, and they don't come back full force for a while. That's what I'm trying. I probably forgot yeah. the initial battle, and I'm thinking about when they come back, come back, and they take yeah, over that city, and they start like declaring like later. martial law everywhere, and like. But that's like I'm like that's like book seven, eight. Like, what are they doing here? I forgot there was a whole battle you initially. Know, I'm I'm very interested to see where they go with the Shanshin because a lot of the stuff the Shanshin do is totally unforgivable in like to any modern sensibility, but they don't end up being like the bad guys who get crushed under the heels of the good guys by the end. No. And I'm like, how is the show going to handle that? They're just like, yeah, no, they just have slaves. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I remember them being awful slavers, but like I said, book seven. Yeah, that doesn't like, change, and they don't yeah. go away. Like that's all the way. Yeah, I don't series. remember like there being like some like, hey, Shanshin, uh, uh, you have to like free your slaves and pay them. Like I just think they just were like, nope. Like what, whoever are our slaves, I think that that was their outcome. They're like, oh, look, whatever slaves we got, we got. But if you find someone who can channel before we can find them. <laughs> 
yeah, like, is, is that where they went? Yeah, basically like, that's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> then, 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 and you can free them. We won't then slave them. So they were like, "Look, I said I can walk around, and we won't just immediately put handcuffs on them." But like, you got to find them first. Hey, yeah, like, you know what? There's, there's a whole deal in- incrementalism is, is the path. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's the eventually... only way. It's the only way. They, they yeah. count as as three fifths of a of a channeler. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I don't know if Robert George was going for that kind of commentary, but yeah. Uh, I, I, honestly, who knows? But uh, no, that, that's the sort of thing I, I think is interesting about the show because, like, yeah, you know, this is a lot of stuff the gloves are off. They're going to do whatever they want from the source. Oh yeah, material. but I just that's mean obvious, just, right? There's like, so much of this world they haven't even touched on yet, and I'm like, can they really introduce just everything? Like, I feel like we're not going to see the sea folk. They're not that important, but like everybody else kind of has to be there. So, so I'll definitely say that I do think that like starting with the sensibilities of where the book goes and sticking with that tone all the way through is a choice i don't know if it's right or wrong but at least it is a choice so i dig that uh my opinion is they're going to cut out most of the major cities and make it a very small focused show like we should have seen camelin we should have seen a like they like well, we are going to see Camelin next season, though. They've, they've, well, actually, I don't know that we know that for certain, but they've cast Elaine. Um, well, or there'll be like like two to three new cities a season, right? It'll right. be like vomit them out. Yeah, I don't know. If though, they're Jim, smart, like, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I would tend to agree with you, but we did see um, that city we didn't even see in the books where um, uh, Logan was. I forget where he was in Gaeldon. Um, I don't remember the name of the, the capital, but like, you know, they're, they're actually showing more stuff that was on the book so far, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, they didn't show Camelin, but you know. Yeah, that was kind of like the big thing was seeing Camelin and seeing like the, the breath of it and all that kind of stuff. And like seeing well, like in eight whole... episodes, you're really going to introduce Camelin, then introduce Tar- Tarvalon. Because the thing is, I, I think in the, oh, in the I, book, I, if I had to pick one, one is important and one is relatively in, unimportant, honestly. Like, well, I think they went to Tarvalon so they get the Aes Sedai involved right away. Yeah, yeah. You, as you recall, Moraine is the only Aes Sedai in book one. Like, even like talked about it. Well, I think so. Oh, really? Mentioned, but, yeah. No, there are no other I said I like on screen in book one okay. uh, that I can think of, like ever. Good, so. good change. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think they're trying to make it more like books four, five, and six, where it's like just lots of political factions and such, because people like that sort of thing. And it's a little Game of Thrones, if we're being honest. <laughs> so. Well, that that part most certainly. <laughs> the the Children of the Light definitely comes off very uh, games of Game of Thrones, although that is kind of like their character, but um, like. Yeah, that, they, that, I think that's another example of like, yeah, off camera, that's exactly what they were like, right? Right, right. Because you're right, and they're not so. And explicit. a little bit on, and a little and bit it, on camera. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Also, Children of the Light, like that was one of the only parts of the show that I liked. Yep. Mainly because that guy's a good actor. Yes. And like, yeah, I, I'm I'm buying what that guy's selling. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so, but but I think a, it, a little bit to those scenes, like what works about them, and I know we don't like to talk about cinematography, and I'm talking about anyway. They that's shot, right, and don't you forget it. They shot on these big fields, right? right like yes, like they had like these box. Yeah, that's they right. they had these tents set up, and yeah. like when he was like the scene where he was introduced, which I think was the cold open of episode two. That was a great like, shot. It was great. It was a great scene, right? Like he, where he burned the eyes to die, right? Like he's eating that food. That was and amazing. He's like, he, he, when he had that conversation, all right, here's a character having a, another conversation with another character. And, but notice what's happening in the story. More like coming. a monologue. Yeah, more like a monologue. But the camera is like circling the pyre that she's attached to. They're doing extreme close-ups on the food that he's eating, right? He's actually like doing something his, and not just talking. On his face, he's got that blood thing. They do extreme close-ups on his face. 
They shoot her from all different angles, showing her like her situation, how she's struggling against this, this pyre that she's in. Like it is, it is the same formula, but it works because of the cinematography. And, and because it's actually not just two people because there's about a hundred extras in the background that are also adding to the ambiance. The scene tells you a lot without just the dialogue is your, is your point. The scene, like him sitting down and eating while someone's about to be roasted says something. Him sitting down, having this calm dialogue while like doing this kind of weird pun, like you're seeing him in pain. You're seeing him like going through all of these things and you're like, holy shit, you're getting a sense of his character. It's not just dialogue. And that's your point. More of that is good storytelling, like the blood on the snow scene, which was the fucking best. Yeah, their cold opens are good. Holy shit, yes. The cold open fight scene in episode seven, which is the best scene in the show. Yeah, I, I was wondering if I turned on the the, same, the right show. Was right. Yeah, I click, that did I click was on the a, wrong thing. That's like, like one of the very best different fight scenes I've seen like, on TV in a is, while. Is, is that, and that's is that the what thing. they filmed to to like show the people at Amazon? Be like, guys, this is what we're gonna make. It's gonna be fucking awesome. And like, yeah, 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 make, make that. Like, just make that. And then they like show them. Then like, they like shot camera, so like, ca- shot counter shot, shot counter shot. Like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I, I do have to say about that scene, I have to do some positive nitpick now just to be as hypocritical as humanly possible. Um, I, I love the way they tease out like what your expectations are. So like it, when that scene starts, um, she appears to have red hair, which they've established right. in the show would make her Aio. But if you've read the books, you know she's not Aio um, and she no, shouldn't no. have red hair. And I I'm like, oh, that's that. interesting. And what happens is when she takes off her, um, I don't know, is it, it's not really a turban, whatever, her shufa, I, I suppose. Um, she actually is a blonde. It's just that she had blood on her hair where it was visible. And she's supposed to be oh, blonde. Cool. She's not a redhead because she's not an Aio. And I'm like, I love that. I love that they're paying oh, that nice. much attention that they're oh, like, nice. we're going to notice this, think it's wrong, and then we're going to reveal that it was actually a right all the time. Also, I have to say the Amazon X-ray is just full of spoilers. The, the X-ray is like, oh yeah, it's Tigrain Mantir. And I'm like, really? You're just going to tell us that? I mean, I guess we don't know who that is yet, but... Amazon X-ray, what do you mean? If you if you're watching on you know uh, anything on Amazon, you can just like while you have the uh, the hover thing up, it'll tell you every actor and character who's on. Oh screen. right, when you hit pause and it tells you everything about the yeah. scene, but it's like yeah, you and can like, totally ruin things you... if you're just not supposed to know who like that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show never said that was a Shamayo at the end, but the Amazon X-ray did. I mean, right. it was obvious if you read the books, but like they never said that. And in, in, in if you're watching the show, you're supposed to think he's the dark one, and right. the, the X-ray is just like, no, he's don't worry about it, he's not. I just I just assumed that that was the name of the dark one like yeah, well if you had been paying close somebody... attention and remembering things which we've established is not what's going on for you that's fine uh they actually established that Ishamayo was one of the forsaken so uh, yeah I also and, and like that one if he was one, one of line of four... dialogue that you're like, excuse me uh, twice uh the, two lines the, of dialogue yeah, like, yeah the girl did it and also the guy praying so yeah, yeah checkmate yeah, the, sir the, the, the statue shot yeah. Yeah, but then like what doesn't he like I don't capture him and he ends up teaching him a bunch of, of shit? Isn't that like because he's like the weakest Forsaken and he ends up teaching him a bunch no, of he's shit? The most no, powerful. He's, he's the strongest. Then who's yeah. the one yeah, that he keeps? There, there's someone that he captures. Yeah, who's the one that he captures that makes him teach him shit? Oh, uh, it's uh, Asmodian. Asmodian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the weak one. Yeah, he is well, he's the weakest male uh Forsaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, now show me things. But it, to the to those two very good cold opens on episode two and episode seven like i think oh, what was two was that in that was the um the children of the light right. that was a really good opening so the 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 thing is why couldn't the show have more of that right like it kind of did a little bit right like episode three had a little bit of that more happening right when they were in the minor town 
and those sort of fight scenes were happening there, right? Episode four had a little bit of that with the, the camp with Loghain in it, right? Where they were shooting, like, again, they were shooting on location in the woods somewhere. Uh, and as I know, Jim hates that fight scene because it's the same 20 extras over and over again. But like, <laughs> I thought that was fine. I saw that and I was like, dude, that was not a very big army. I'm sorry. Bitching for like Morba, 10 Morba, minutes about a band of like 10 to 15 people. Apparently, oh, this is his, okay, this is Logan's fine. might here. All right. The, okay. The term army is, is unfortunate. Yeah. Strike force. Great. Fine. Compare, it's whatever. a brute squad. to the cg monsters in the end of episode eight like peeking through the the like the basically the battlements where they're like the arrow slits where they're shooting the the trollocs and stuff like that like as lame as a little bit cheesy i wouldn't say lame i like the episode four fight like as as cheesy as that fight was it kind of felt like a throwback to like Hercules TV show. Yeah, like, it did. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the woods like, that do feel like your backyard kind of woods, like not yeah. special at all woods. That, but as 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 cheesy as that was, like it was like for me, I felt like I was like oh, it was like it's entertaining. Whereas like I don't know, it just maybe it's I hate bad CG so much. Like I was like I don't want to watch these cartoons fight these people and there were some like i know you guys like think all the cg is bad but there was like some actually terrible cg in the first few episodes um oh yeah like, trollic army for distance and the wolves i was like this looks like it was rendered on my like old pentium seriously exactly um, i thought I mean, most of the cg was was good enough uh but those two in particular were like but, but why started. but why couldn't they do more it, of those well, sort I, of I think i think to answer scenes. your question and your previous criticism was let's hope they do in season two let's hope that they see their fingers crossed and, right they, they so, needed 20 million purpose so, they didn't need time so, so the answer to like why didn't they do good in other spots too is the the unholy triangle of like time money and talent right like i don't know right. which of those it was but how about this i, I certainly agree that like there's a there's a very like there's a bunch of peaks and a bunch of valleys that feel very far apart right yes. like there's some really well done like scenes and like and, and like production and cinematography and then there's things that just feel, fall really flat and they feel very very far apart yeah and there were things i really really enjoyed even on the writing side um like i liked a lot of a lot of bits and pieces from what i've seen and then a bunch was like wb like you know um no, CW is the current CW. Yeah, there he is. I mean, that was a like Alina was the one who was like, yeah, this is like CW level acting, and it's like, yeah, sometimes it just it just really is painful to get through and like see like kind of trying to like follow what's going on and be invested when you're like cringing at like tragically bad acting, and then other times it works really really great. So I hope that season two can be more consistent in that regard. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully consistently on the highs, not the lows. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, even if you, like, settle at a six, that's better than, like, giving me twos sometimes, right? Like <laughs> The twos only right. hurt more because you, you've seen the eights, Brian. Right, yes. hurt more because you've seen the eights. Because there's some well, really good... But, but to I Brian... Like, I, I really love the, like, um, uh, the pattern doesn't want things. People want things. Like, I fucking right. loved that. That, like, stuck but, with me. But to, to Brian's point, though, like, Okay, we we know that like fundamentally as a showrunner, right? That like certain things are gonna be not ideal, right? Like the cartoon Trollocs, they're not gonna be ideal. But you know what we could probably make look pretty fucking good? Are the Mydraws, right? Like we can make a dude in a cloak with like wearing all black armor and a black sword probably look pretty convincing. They could have been a lot scared. good That's in a fight, right? Like put them in the show more, right? Like 
take out the cartoon like Chewbacca's and put in the dudes with armors because like we can we can make them look good, right? And we can make those fights a little bit more dramatic and we can put more screen time on those fights. Actually, oh, I, I have to say the one thing I love about this show that is not canonical as all is that they just don't use the word mere draw and I'm all for that decision because I can't spell it. They say fades, right? They just say <laughs> yeah, fades. They, they say fades. They just say the fades. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, like, aren't fades supposed to be like be able to like step through shadows and do all kinds of like, yeah, they do. They, they do stuff. in the um uh, the fight with Tom. Like I, I zero percent got that from watching the show. Um, but yeah. I remember there was a and, and like I'm I, to Dave's point almost like oh wow yeah like that could have been leaned on more and made a lot more like scary and sinister and like terrifying and and cheaper. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I remember when they were like oh light all the torches in, in like in in the eighth episode to be like oh make sure there's no shadows for the like fades to come through and i'm like the show never told me that they could even do that well i mean to be fair they literally just did in that scene right but But i don't know that it was clear enough though yeah it was like (laughs) the only reason that made any sense to me is because i i know that they have that power but i I, but as soon as they called out that line i was reminded that i was never told in the show that they had that power or shown it and like it just felt like a missed opportunity because it could have been really cool one of my frustrations has been trying to get like feedback on the stuff I care about for people who haven't read the books because they keep talking about like specific things like that where I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I understand you have no idea what's going on, but like, is the show good? And like, no, 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 but but I want to know about this channeling thing. I'm like, I don't care about that. So it's, <laughs> you know, like I just don't know because they, they don't explain very much at all. I'm shocked anyone could follow the show, honestly, but people seem to be, so I don't know. I, it, you know, it, it's not like there have been worse, it's, it's uh, uh, big fantasy shows yeah. that explain far less and are far less like like this this show does a like through exposition sometimes cheaply but like it is it is making an effort to actually explain things where sometimes you're just like i have no idea what's going on i, I is, love the flashback like, scene when they were talking one? the uh the dragon and in in the second age oh okay like, and yeah, stuff and the nursery and stuff like that was an example of a, just two characters talking to each other that I kind of enjoyed because at least they felt like they were walking around in space and doing things. And well, it's sometimes so it they, seems classier. Yeah, no, that's fair too. And like I was like, oh, this this is really cool. I like that. Man, it yeah. is hard to look at the second age and then be like, what were you guys complaining about? You literally <laughs> had like a utopian society. You're like, nah. No, we can do better. Jim, it's like Jim, maybe that is the whole point. It's the super yeah, Jim, utopian Jim, society. Look around right now. But yeah, like, no, Jim, given human nature, do you think we'll ever be satisfied with what we have? Yeah, exactly. Our, I mean, our nature is to strive for more, and that's a good thing. I don't know. You introduce magic. That's kind of a that's throwing a horseshoe in all of my calculations. So you know. Well, yeah, but that magic. But then we found better magic. But it's like called, it's just like just wonder. It's like boar, we okay, hold. we figured out magic. Everyone's fed and has clothing and heat. And no one has to work that, if they never want to. It's like that, that, that's like Star Trek we replicator, want. right? Like at, when when they developed the replicator, they should have been like canceling everything. We have everything we need. Like, right. No it. more get no more side. Well, to be clear, yeah. there is no poverty. Kill on all Earth. the scientists like, now. In Star Trek, there is no poverty. Everyone has housing. Yeah. It might not be like it can, it can only go bad from here. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, I I'm not looking to nitpick that, but it's just kind of funny. Like, I guess you're playing on the hubris of it, but man, it was like you really they like they didn't like show a hint of anything even wrong with that society. Like, you know what I mean? It was like a pristine like like good luck finding like yeah. an ounce of trash on the streets. You know what I mean? It looked like and uh, that's what's weird because the dark one was like you know raging at that point in time. Yeah. So like not like it was before. I the dark thought one that like 
there was some kind of like imminent threat that was implied for for the for why they wanted to go after him. Not like, hey, look, like society's great, but like we all kind of feel like we want to do a little evil, and we think it's this dark one, so we're gonna seal them away. Like you know, yeah. Also, that, that scene, it's funny. I'm like, don't nitpick them. I, I have to nitpick another thing. The the um the way that the woman was like don't do what you're going to do or else the exact thing that's going to happen is going to happen. <laughs> makes Luce Theron seem like kind of an idiot for doing it. It does. <laughs> you know? I mean, but, he's the yeah, most powerful, any... not the most smart. Yeah, was there any sense that like, hey, if you do this, the Dark One is going to be able to touch the power and taint it? Like that was like well, We don't really table? get any context of what they were thinking at the time. Uh, all we know from the books is that the, he wanted the women to join them and they were and like, she was no, like, no, nope. stupid. We're going to use the Chariot and Call instead. And um, which they also didn't do. And then he did that and the world broke. So whoops. There was whoops like the idea that he really wanted the women to join in and that he thought that that so was going to be like so a critical they, part to winning. And maybe they were wrong. Maybe they were right. But, you know, that's the whole point of the wheel. It just turns. I think in. I think Wheel of Time kind of proves he was right, but he shouldn't have done it because they weren't on board. I mean, philosophically, I would say that there is no wrong answer because they're going to do what they're going to do because it's the wheel. Right. Yeah. Like, isn't, exactly. that, isn't that what it's all about? Right. Like, yeah. He's always going to leave this. There is, there is, oh, there is literally no wrong. Congratulations. Answer. No, it's all it's all fate. There's no free will. Okay. Got it. Well, that actually, you know, this, uh, I don't know if any of you But guys then they fight heard. over that about like whether or not the dark one breaking the wheel means changing, blah, 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 blah. Right. That, that's the cool part. People like, breaking wheels in, in these kind of shows never works out, as I've noticed. But yeah. uh, I don't know if any of you guys ever pay attention to Brandon Sanderson stuff, but he was saying like he read the first script. It was like, oh no. And then he, in his mind, he's like, oh, wait, this is the same story, but it's a different turning of the wheel. And I find that's a really good way to think about the show. Oh, like, why it's I, like exactly that. The same. I like that a lot. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, now, now I can justify any changes. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it feels like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. What did, what did you guys think about all the stepping shit in like episode five and six? Stepping? Oh, oh, the, the warder. The like, warder, oh. dude. I was surprised how much time they spent on it, but yep. um, I liked it. It was interesting. And it's something we don't really see in the books, which is cool. Um, highlighting the warder bond thing, giving humanity to them. I thought that was like all interesting. Uh, like I, I was fine for them to go in that, at that space, but to, to Dave's it's, point, it was like a lot. And we didn't really care about it. I No one really cared about him enough to like deserve all of the air. I cared time. about him because he was a good way, actor. Yeah, wait, yeah. Is, Stepin, is Stepin the one who's, uh, whose wizard died? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I said I, right? I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wizard. Okay. wizard. There's too many fucking stupid <laughs> fantasy names. Yeah, there's so many more coming, Will. Yeah. So <laughs> many more. Um, yeah, so, no, the, I cared about those scenes a lot because he was a good actor because they were like, there was emotion there. There was like, you know, something coming across and it didn't matter that it wasn't part of like this bigger story. I really cared about their tiny story. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I liked it, but I didn't it didn't feel like it mattered, right? Like from a plot perspective, like I thought like, I'm like, oh, here's some good, here's some good acting. I liked how he tricked Lan. I thought that was really smart, how he, how he like basically drugged him yep. uh, because he, he was like pretending he needed the medicine to sleep. Yep, yep. yep. And, and then he, was, he just, yep. and he knocked Lan out instead. I, I thought all that was good. And then, you know, they did, they, then he died. And then they did the weird, like, burial thing where they're like beating on each other's chest or whatever that was weird and and it's just like and then don't we're, off, shame, man. we're off to like swan and and moraine's love story and like whatever i guess that dude's dead now like cool and we're gonna but, move uh, on i like i like that it showed some stakes right 
you know, yep. it, it, it showed what would happen to Len if anything happened to Moraine, right? Like Which it, gave, it will. I mean, it's yeah, foreshadowing well, character fucking, building and, and uh, character yeah, building. Yeah, it, it's, it, it gives consequence to this world because they really don't want to do anything bad to any of the main characters yet. Or, or, yeah. or ever, I mean, you know. I don't know, Perrin, then, okay, Perrin so, stabbed his wife in the stomach, I guess. Yeah, uh, well. Just, just to go full spoiler, I, I actually wonder, given that they have hired Rosamund Pike to play Moraine, I'm guessing they're not going to kill her and leave her dead for six books this time. Um, <laughs> she's, yeah, I mean, she carries the show. Yeah. So. so, like, I don't know if they're just going to not kill her at all. But if they, like, Rafe has actually said, like, the reason Elias Machera is not in the first season is he's like, I don't think it's a good idea. Rafe's the shorter, by the way. I'm like, I know him. But he's like, I don't think it's a good idea to hire an actor for one season and then have them leave for multiple seasons and then come back, which I, I agree is a bad idea. Yeah. So right. I actually, I very much wonder if they're going to completely. Wait, is Elias the one that could talk to the wolves or something like yes, that? He's the okay. one that yeah, 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 yeah. okay. into the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he they could shows only... up later, and he might, but. Or maybe they just wanted a big name for the show, and Rosamund Pike is a big name, and they can. Well, yeah, but I'm just fur. saying, you can't kill yeah. her in book five, which will probably be like season three, and then bring her back in season eight because she's not going to be available. Oh. Um, so, so either you keep her the whole time, or you actually kill her. That's probably like one of those things where the showrunners are like, that's a problem we want to have. Uh, that's a good problem to have. Like, let's get that's to that true. season and then like, yeah. but like, we don't care right now. Cause like, you know? Yeah. It's like, if we get there, great. Then, then, <laughs> then we'll true. figure it out. Like, Oh, holy <laughs> crap. Are we, do we think we're like one more season than we're toast? Or do we think like we actually might have a shot at running the whole thing through? And then I don't know though. I, I do hope they're actually planning for the entire show because um, if you don't plan for entire shows, you get game of Thrones. No, no, you, no, yeah. no, but all the books are written. Game of Thrones was shit yeah, because but they're changing enough. Like I said, with, with, with Moraine, they cannot do what they did in the books. They will not be able to get the actress back. Sure. So they have to decide what they're going to do now. If they just say, if they just wing it, it's going to end badly. They could just recast her. Yeah, they could. But they recast Matt. I mean, you could do the Matrix <laughs> thing where they come back and it's like, I come back in a different form now. It's like, didn't matter. Totally it didn't matter. Nope. Although she, she, she would, yeah, but I don't they, know. Look, they have all the source material. Even if they don't have the details hammered out, I'm I'm positive that they have like the straw man of how like what they plan on doing. I don't think the show is going to get eight seasons as much as I like it, nope. but uh, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> Brian, I mean, Dowd, she she's like uh, the captain That's of uh, uh, Babylon Five. Like everyone remembers him until second season, and you're like, wait, who is he again? I just remember the new guy Sinclair, now. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'll like fight you, by, by, by middle of second season, I'm like, wait, you guys, was there an old one? I forgot what, the old guy's name. What's your guys over over under on uh, Babylon 5 remake actually happening? I'm not feeling that. I um, hope it does. I don't think I loved, I was so down at it. And then JMS is like, yeah, I've uh, I've learned how to write shows better. So I could just do a better version. I'm like, okay, I'm sold now. It didn't take much. It'll be wildly different, I'm sure. I think that the bones will be the same. But and they are just like... going straight to Sheridan, to Jim's point. But, you know. Yeah, of course. Oh, because, are they? Okay. Because, like, obviously, right? I, I, I love, so, like, I love the, again, the, the, like, the real politic of Babylon 5. It's like, yeah, it both had a plan, but also then the reality of, like, production happens. And then, like, you adapt. And that's just, like, that's, that's part of the storytelling process. And yeah, that's cool in and of itself. You can see right in the middle of this episode where we got the call that our funding is going to be cut for three more episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's Finish why you see the, the stick figure in the background yeah. running. Yeah, what, what what episode in Game of Thrones did uh 
did they find out that they were getting Star Wars? They're like, oh, we got to wrap this shit up. Uh, we, season we got, five? We got things to do. I don't know. <laughs> wait, wait, Will, it's, you got that backwards, though, because they were the ones who decided to do that. It was the, the studio was like, you can have as many seasons you want. Like, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, have to that, end it now. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? That, oh, you like, mean like the actors? They, when did they find out? No, no, no. The, the, the writers, D&D. Um, the They're the ones who asked for the short seasons. Yeah, because they wanted to do they, Star Wars. they wanted to go do Star Wars. Oh, I see what you mean. They okay. got hired to, to do Star Wars, and they were like, "We got to get this done because we got more important shit." To we do. want that Star Wars money. Yeah, we want that. Sweet, I have to sweet. say, D and D ruining um, Game of Thrones because they want to do Star Wars, and then not doing Star Wars makes me believe in karma. And I'm really happy about that. <laughs> it was, but then, but then you know, Rise of Skywalker happened, and it was, it was, it was grim watching. Let's not talk about that. Grim watching the the the, the end of of season eight, like in a, in a conference room at the office and just being oh, like, Oh, I can't imagine that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd say, honestly, the one it's reason fine. we still hope... got our bump. <laughs> <laughs> the one reason I have hope for wheel of time, honestly, is because like I saw game of Thrones just decline coming way before most people did. Like I could smell a show going bad a mile away and I have not gotten that for wheel of time yet, but season two, episode one will be a new story. So we'll see. Like I was at after season six, I was like, "Wait a minute, that season was actually bad." I'm done with this show, and uh, and I was I right. Love the, I, I love I love the the horse drawing meme of the like it's oh yeah, yeah nobody's yeah, seen good. this right yeah of like seasons one through four are like a perfectly drawn horse yeah, and it turns into like like a bit of a stick figure and then like eight is just like a child's like crayon drawing. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, we we know that won't happen at least. Hopefully, probably. All right. So I am confident that season two will be better than one, but I'm not confident there'll be a season three. I think I'm with you on that. Except that they're already making season two now, so they might have to greenlight season three before season two even comes out. It's the only reason I think season three might be. Is is that how you keep? That's fair. But you can always keep keep everything going. Exactly. You do it so far in advance, so they have to keep greenlighting new seasons. Well, I mean, like real talk, I think that's really reasonable. But then the like budget of season three will adjust in a real time based on how season two does. Yeah, that's fair. We'll get $10 million for season three, episode one and 600k for every episode (laughs) could you imagine kicking off your production on a season where you don't know what the full budget of the season is like your first four episodes you're probably like okay we're all going on rations like everyone's eating like you know cans of beans yeah we're keeping the shots really tight in really closed settings because we have no idea what we're gonna have right i just can't i I can't believe they spent 10 million dollars on this on every episode like it feels cheaper than that i mean I don't it's know. one degree inflation. Yeah, well, it, it's funny, Will, because like on the one hand, I agree with you. Like, I can't believe they spent that much and got this little. But on the other hand, I can't believe they spent that little, given that Jeff Bezos was busy firing rockets off into space that looked like his dick. I mean, he could probably afford to pay a little more. <laughs> well, dude, that, so. no. Well, let's get into that for a second, because uh, like, the, I mean, not to Wait, was, which part the dick only, which part? only to be off, very clear. Only to yeah, be off for one. There's a lot of stuff was said. No, no. Like Jeff, so Bezos canceling the Expanse um, when they could have done more episodes on a show that was insane like such of the some of the highest like production value that amazon has ever created like it's like it's like the best sci-fi series probably since like uh like you know Battlestar Galactic or Firefly. It's, it, 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 it's the best sci-fi shoot series. yeah like it is an incredible like, sci-fi series and and maybe it wasn't maybe it didn't get all of the the viewership but like talking about production quality it is it smokes like anything else on amazon say for like maybe one or two shows in fairness all of the spaceship cg on that show sucks too 
but yeah, but I can, I can so always forget space between it. Just yeah, because there was never it's the the fighting in the space was never like it was like it was all like Babylon Five. Like the fights in space are just like never the focus. Um, I, I, I yeah, I don't care. Between scenes of characters talking to each other, we get to see a light show in space, and then we get back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, whose shields are at half? That's all I care about. I don't I'm, know. I'm, Do you guys remember when they canceled Disney Infinity? And it was like because it just wasn't making enough money. That was the point I was like, oh, things just get canceled because yeah, no, uh, Disney Infinity was a game um, where where every character you wanted to play in the game was a little plastic figurine you would put on like uh, a a platform that would then transform that character in game. And it was like, oh, you can just like make infinite characters. You could have like hundreds of these and they're all like 30 bucks a pop. Like this is a money making machine. And Disney was like, Yeah. yeah, but it only made like, us yeah, but we a... could put out one Marvel movie and make more money than this makes in two years, so we're just gonna cut it. Yeah, even though this is making money, it was making like hundreds of millions, it just wasn't enough. <laughs> like it was crazy. I was just like, oh my god, this is no wonder nothing makes any sense in this world. <laughs> Capitalism, baby. Like it's not even losing money, it's just not making enough money. Like, what I don't even know. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not surprised that Bezos is like, Yeah, I don't feel like spending money on this, even though it's wildly popular and everyone loves it. I don't know. I'm 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 more surprised because it's like about space and like at least that's up Bezos' alley. Right. It's good. It's good PR. But did he that's actually true. make that call? Or I assume no. So I, I, I don't. I, I doubt Bezos assuming. looked at the expanse and was like denied. I'm just sure that like general no, that, Amazon that didn't no, to his desk. No, no, I'm, I'm sure chart. that somebody somebody walked into his like fifth mansion. And his third swimming pool, where he just has a pile of cash that he's swimming through. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Jeff, uh, Mr. Bezos, we we canceled the expense. Just want to, you know." He's like, "What's that?" Just yeah. keeps doing his lap. <laughs> <laughs> the flowchart is very simple. It's it was it a good decision? It wasn't Bezos? Was it a bad decision? It was Bezos. That's it. That's the whole flowchart. No, I think I think what happened was someone said, "Jeff, just watch one episode," and he watched an episode. Where Earth for this shit sent a bunch of humans up into space to do a bunch of fucking labor for them on the cheap and then exploited them and earth started to look bad he's like wait 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 wait, wait. that's my plan hold on hold on hold on hold on we got to get rid of this because that's what i'm gonna do they're giving I'm, away I'm state secrets literally here. showing the thing i want to do is bad and i don't like i want this. to invest in that idea jim i want to buy stock in that because that's 100 correct i love it <laughs> you should be thankful a, uh, they're, they're making a so, lord of the rings show oh um, yeah and he's at, he's, he's at least posed with a sign for the lord of the Rings show so you know yeah, and somewhat that, involved. The Lord of the Rings show is actually the main thing that worries me about the Wheel of Time show because it's going to be like the little brother at that point. Yeah. Oh, little yeah, sister. Absolutely. Really. Yeah, it'll it'll have at least twenty million per episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it is going to be much higher budget. So um, I feel like the Wheel of Time is going to be forgotten. I'm I'm psyched. They're they're like yoloing it and like really going like yeah, we're going to go straight to the second age. Have fun. I'm, <laughs> I, I I have low confidence. I'm. But like, yeah, well, you know who doesn't have low confidence is the showrunner. So that's that's good. Whether his decisions are all good, I don't know. But he definitely has a vision and is confident in it. And awesome. That's not cool. nothing. Yeah, I'm 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 in. I will watch it. I like most people have Amazon Prime. So yeah, now I, that I live I get in to a watch house, it for free. I've I've ordered more on Amazon Prime this year than like the last two years combined, and it's January. So yeah, I'll be having Amazon Prime. It's not gonna be a problem. Yeah. Did you not have Amazon Prime? No, because every time I got a shipment, I had to like go outside to a different part of the building and it may or may not be there. It was just a pain. So I hated getting anything shipped. Now it's at my front door and I just open the door and take it. So much more convenient. Thanks, Jeff Bezos, I guess. No, I I, I mean, I hate how convenient. I hate that the, the level of convenience that Amazon has provided is higher than how much I hate Amazon. 
Oh yeah, like, no. Because I really don't want to use their services. To but be clear, just so anything I can, convenient. anything well, I can buy at Target or Best Buy, I buy I, at yeah, Target or Best Buy. But there's I, so I, much stuff that's too specific. I was gonna say yes. Yeah, Alina actually does a lot, especially even because Amazon. I mean, the wow, we've gone off Target, but Amazon <laughs> crap is so mixed in with garbage. As as opposed to if you go to like Target, you're like, oh, every product I look at is actually legit and not a bunch of garbage, and like. That's yeah. kind of nice. But if you need and the a, prices a are basically port, the same. But if we need a display port, a mini display port adapter, Target doesn't just have those because who needs that? <laughs> I needed that. I got an <laughs> but like, I don't know, when I get my, you know, 500 tablets of ibuprofen, I there is always the like in the back of my mind, like I should have bought this CVS because that's probably just 50% lead. Like it's probably just some random, <laughs> random mineral in the in tablet form. Nice. Um, so we have the time. Uh, is that what's going on? <laughs> closing you, you, thoughts. You're gonna cut this, right? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, closing thoughts on Wheel of Time. Um, I think mixed, generally positive. Wait, g- give it a one to ten for the for the first season. All right, how about this? One to ten on the first season, and what you predict season two will be. Okay. Oh, there you go. I'll I'll start off. I'll I'll give uh first season a six because I did generally like it, and and I'm gonna be optimistic and hope that second season is a seven. Okay, um, I'm gonna go next because I have exactly the same two numbers. Oh, well, there you go, Brian. Uh, Dave. It was like like every every night we were like, yeah, I want to keep watching it, and and we finished it, and I look forward to season two, and I think they'll be able to do better. It gets two more episodes for me, and if they suck, I'm out. I'm so is, like, is that a two then? Is that how yeah, your scale works? It okay. gets a two, it has it, it has a two out of ten. It gets two more episodes. Damn. <laughs> and then I'm out. Wow. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll say um, I'm going to take Jim and Brian's answer. Just give it my plus one fanboy bonus. So I'm saying <laughs> so season one was a seven. I think season two is going to be an eight. And that's actually the numbers I had before you guys spoke. So I, I like how. Oh wow, that. the fanboy bonus is this strong. <laughs> Will is going to be a three and a, a two and a one, right? Yeah. So I was going to I was going <laughs> two and two was two was two and a half was the number. But then I was like, why are we really doing half stars here? No, we've got it's, ten. It's a, you can't exactly. Do half. Yeah. So it's, so so we're rounded down in this in this bucket right here. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a two. And next season I will watch just like I did the second half of the first season, only so that I can come on here and make snarky comments. <laughs> Like that's it, that that's where it's at for me. And like you know, maybe like it's enough for me to hate watch it. So maybe it'll maybe it'll have a, a big change and it'll turn around. Hate is the same as love. Yeah. Dave, I feel yes. like that might be your draw we'll too. If we tell if we say that there's a mid season podcast, you you might actually watch four episodes, right? Maybe. I think yeah. like if 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 someone other than Dowd and Brian says, like, oh wait, it actually gets better, like I might give it a shot, but we'll see. All right, when you need the will seal of approval then. Yeah. I would never bother telling you I thought that it got better, like because I, I don't think you care about my opinion <laughs> on this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's such a bummer because I do love the books. Also, for what it's worth, I love books one, two, and three. Like they're they're some of my favorites. Uh, like the first oh, three no. and the and the book last two, three are my favorite. Book two is like my second favorite, I guess. Book three is okay. Uh, book one. Well, I you were saying you really like four or five and six. No, no, I was saying most people like four, five, and six. Oh, uh, okay. I do like I would, four. Four is my favorite book. But um, I would say I would say five and six is when the series starts to go downhill for me. Well, then you're not gonna like the show because that's what they're going for. It actually yeah. sucks out. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about the other day, and I was like, I just kind of wish 
like this this show had more it was a little bit more fun like it's just but it's just it's not they should have fun they just should have done mistborn or that yeah it would have been, really been shorter and fun. more fun What'd yeah you say, James? i said someone really ought to do mistborn yeah they should it's Although a contained I, series is, is and writing it's, the screenplay as we it's, speak it's, well, not like it's so much more it's so much more heisty like right like yep. it's it has it has it like a momentum of its own and and then it like and then it ends it could be yeah, a, it, no. it, it would be a That's really solid funny. miniseries or like short yeah. few seasons. Sanderson's trying to make it a movie. Like he's I, actually I'm, writing. I'm sure he's been. Play. I'm sure that's been in the works for ages. It would make a better. That's movie why he's writing the show. screenplay. Yes, unless <laughs> <He can see laughs> it's good. actually get done. Um, <laughs> although he has admitted writing a screenplay is not as easy as writing a book, or it's a different skill. So hasn't yes. gone that well. But, I agree. With no, that I, that I agree. I think I, per, per, per exactly the like criticisms dave has been kind of focusing on right like the medium is different right the ip needs to morph to like properly have good visual movie based scenes right like that's pacing so, and scope and stuff has anyone here read the stormlight archive at all yeah, oh, yeah. Read two and a half books i don't yeah, read i don't read series that aren't finished anymore it's really yeah, good that would be a really good series it is a really good it is a really good series. i mean a, like a, really? a tv show i mean yeah, no, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, it is it's, its budget would need to be through the roof. Though. Yes, it would. It's big. Anderson needs to be a much bigger name before that happens. But yeah, if Stormlight Archive continues the pace it's going, it's going to be my favorite book series. No, not even close. But there's six books left, so who knows? How many? There are four so far. Thing is, it's not actually a ten book series. It's actually two five book series. So I will convince you to read it after book five comes out, even if I have to like buy the books for you and drive to your house ship them read, read them to you at bedtime every night I will, I will read them to you as bedtime stories right that's what that's actually what actually if, if you record the audiobooks of them there is a 100 percent chance that i will listen to them they they are a million pages long like literally each book is a trilogy like it is written as a series of three um regular uh, size books each oh book is God. like is like a thousand or twelve hundred pages. It's yeah, all because Brandon insane. Sanderson writes more than any writer in existence. Yeah, but here's the thing about the oh, Stephen King. Every climax of every book is like the climax of the series, and he keeps world building more. And it's like instead of like you know let's just build up for eighteen books, fucking Robert Jordan. He's like let's actually have a payoff every time. I love well, right that that was what so was so much. good about Mistborn. Yeah, well, Mistborn was a trilogy, and it was such a brilliantly conceived trilogy because yeah. You could just watch, you could just read the first book and it's, that's fine. If you read the second book, you have to read the third book though. There's no way you're reading two books. You're like, I'm yeah. done now. <laughs> that's not going to happen. But say, okay. Second was a little lame. Was that the one with the like, the dark dude, the broody guy who's like, uh, yeah, Kaladin, he's always broody. That guy was fucking terrible. Kaladin was dead in book two. Yeah, Kaladin died no, in was this book. Yeah, Kaladin was book one. Yeah. I, th then it was somebody else. I it was the know. keeper. The it was, was what's her name's like, like keeper guy. Uh, I don't know. Was it in the third Marsh. book? Is it Marsh? Kaladin's brother? I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're talking Marsh about. Marsh turns um, into a whatchamacallit. Yeah. Investigator. Oh, no, 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 yeah, you are. It says, it says it is totally depressed in book two. Wait, or is that book three? No, that's book three. Yeah, I don't know. Who that's book three. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, can't help you. What about books four, five, six, and seven? I have actually not gotten around to reading any past the... Um, what do you mean? Yeah, five, the four, five, six, and seven. Uh, the, the Alloy of Law and the... Uh, the, the uh, din, 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 has the full They're trilogy not that of that. Related. No, he's he's uh, he just finished writing the last book in it, and it's being edited now. It be are any of those good, Dad? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're good. I don't remember what happens in them. I've only read them once each. Yeah, that, that, that's not good. too promising, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, they're fun, but they're not like I have like Mistborn to me was like like just so good that I was like, this is like Mistborn this is what perfect. I recommend people. Like people are like, tell people to read Warbreaker. So I'm like, no, just read Mistborn because it's awesome, and you will see that he can pay off things over a three book series. Like, you know, although it's a little unfair because he actually had all three books written before he released any of them, so he's able to edit the foreshadowing from book three into book one. 
That's oh, fine. Really? Which is wow. hacks. Fine. But it's awesome. just no, hacks. It's hack. writing hacks. You're not allowed to write the whole series and then no, hit the first book before it goes out. <laughs> exactly. That is 100% legitimate. Good for him. Yeah, well, you can't do that with a 10 book series. But you know what? Maybe every series doesn't need to be 10 books. Has yeah, anyone no thought of that? That's, that's, that's the answer right there. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I love Stormlight, I am totally like, guys, just write a story that's good. We don't need it to go on forever. It's like video games. Like, I don't want to play your game for 7,000 hours. I want to beat it and be done. No. Please. Yes. So that's I don't why he gives you all those little payoffs. Multi... He's like, you can stop any time down. You can stop any time. You got all these Will, little did payoffs. Did you ever read Mistborn? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But like, I don't. I, I, I don't recommend want, it, but yeah, I, I don't want like multi-season TV shows because it's too much. I'm like, tell me your fucking story. Well, that's. End I mean, to, that's to, to reiterate, I yeah, I, I quit to the MCU as soon as they announced shows. That was, what was that? for me. I quit the MCU as soon as like, in order to watch our movies, you got to watch our shows. I'm like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Endgame was the end for me, so we're we're good. That was a good call. It hasn't really gone uh, anywhere since. The, the first Mistborn book is really good. If you don't like it, you don't need to read it anymore. It's self-contained. It's a good. It's a good like heist. It's a magical heist book. Yeah, it's yeah, literally uh, so the I, I a Ocean's Eleven except uh, magic. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, see, that's, see, I'm I'm good with that. It's good. Wh- it, it, why it, I bounce it, off of fantasy? Your self-contained bubbles. Okay. Yeah, because I I bounce off of fantasy pretty hard because it spends so much time world building. And it, I'm just it, like, this is just not, this doesn't, I don't care about this at all. Like, get to I, the story. I, don't I read prom- Stormlight I, Archive then. <laughs> yeah. I, I promise you, I promise you, Mistborn, I promise you, Mistborn won't trigger that aspect of you. No, Mistborn doesn't even explain things like that the Ska are actually less like human than actual humans. And it's just like, we're just going to let you imply that. We're not even going to bother telling you. It's just yeah. action. It's just good story. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem the, with Mistborn the, is that it's written by Brandon Sanderson and some people hate his writing style. So there's that. Uh, yeah, that's fine. The, the world building that happens is like organically done, basically. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no intro with Sauron exactly. or anything. Yeah. The and, intro and, is <laughs> the intro is Kelsier shows up at a mansion and decides to kill everybody. That's the intro. So uh, and, and if you like it, the other two books will continue the story, but you literally do not need them at all. Yeah, I should give it a shot. Jim's uh, recommended it to me a bunch of times. So it's really yeah, good. But, like the the writing style, I don't think you're gonna like so. So I'm just going to invite myself to any Sanderson podcast you guys ever do. And if I don't get on them, there's going to be problems. Just you know. <laughs> I think, I think, of, I think of Sanders uh, writing style is basically like I'm, I'm reading a movie. Yeah. His, like, it's very straightforward. I, I think yeah. He's not a master of prose by any yeah, means. It's, it's, it's unnuanced. And it's um, a bit navel gazy sometimes. Yeah. But it's, but it like moves. If that makes yeah, sense. And he could write the hell of an ending. So, you know. All right. So, so um, the wheel of time again. Well, Sanderson is, <laughs> related you know yeah that's fair you're, you're we're not we're not too far off based on that so uh okay well we have both sides uh i'm sorry that andrew couldn't be in here to give his uh uh one episode pessimistic take and uh fight on everything uh andrew you're sorely missed <laughs> um yeah this was uh this was fun down thanks a lot uh for for coming on do you do you want yeah, to it was, it was nice it was nice having doubt. It was nice having another person um, in addition to Brian who whoever they wanted, they were just like, I don't want to talk about it. It's boring. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> By the way, I can't believe that worked. That was the greatest moment of my life. So thank you guys. No, I'm, I'm glad someone needs to rein in our bullshit. <laughs> uh, we... Honestly, if I wasn't on the podcast, I wouldn't care, but I wanted to talk about stuff. And it's just like, I don't want to, compl- I don't want to argue with someone over whether this scene is shot well for half an hour. That makes me sad. We get it there's the really no argument. It isn't. Yeah. Like it's okay. It's not, I just don't care. I mean, that's my argument. I don't care about this. 
We did it. The brown. We didn't talk about the brown enough. Everything was brown. No one ever complained the Matrix was too green. People because that was at least a fucking choice. <laughs> they chose to make everything brown. No, they were just, that was the default I can't palette. Justify that 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 like, I yeah, didn't I did I did like the way the blight looked, by the way. I did that. Oh, man. Oh, it was completely it was very alien books looking. and I was okay with that. Yeah, it was very alien. Yeah, it did. Kind of earthy alien kind of vibe. It reminded me if, if you said the blight and didn't explain what that was, that would be a, a pretty early interpretation. Like maybe it's just overgrown with weird shit, you know? So I like that. But the actual blight is just like not like that at all. So I don't know. Yeah, I have zero memory of what the actual blight was. So I'm like the blight uh, might as it's well have like, been that. It's like the same as everything else, but everything's fucked up. That's, that's Yeah, yeah like things like don't grow or something like that, right? Or like they're all corrupted and there's like big monsters. Because like, stuff. how did all those trolls, trolls get through there? Like you literally showed like a, a a thorn farm and it's like, yeah, but all these trollocks got through. It's like, well, where did they come through? The blight starts off like a desert and ends up expensive. And that's why they didn't do that. I watched it I'm like the blight doesn't really seem that bad. Like, yeah, no. They're, it's, they're, they're yeah. making their way through it pretty easily. Right? Seems, yeah, seems I was okay. surprised there wasn't more like shit in it. Yeah. No, there's a guy that, from what I can tell, like just decided to hang out for a while and eventually, like, just died there. Like, it's not, it doesn't even make sense why that person died, right? Because there's nothing living in the blight. It was like someone right, just nothing. lay down and take a nap for like 20 years and then like that. Like, like, nothing attacked you. You just walked here until you ran out of food. You yeah, they're bored. like, young people go in here to, to challenge their courage. It's like, but nothing attacked you, right? Like, at least in the <laughs> fire swamp, plants, there are, are, are you? Yeah, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I barely even believe they exist. Yeah, like we didn't see one thing attack you. Yet somehow these kids are just like murdered in here. It's like I, I all right. It, it actually, also, by kids me. we mean kid because we only have the budget oh, yeah. for one corpse. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I guess they forgot count. about on, there, the, the there dangers of the There were multiple skulls on you know? screen, I believe, at one point. So you know. But the um the one thing I do miss, like the only part of the end of book one that was good, was the description of the blight. Where la- like they meet some like ridiculous monster that almost kills them all, and then it leaves. And they're like, "Why did it leave?" Lands like, "Oh, it's afraid of the things that are ahead." And like just that, like the idea that it's like, "Oh no, no, this is so bad that the monsters don't want to go here." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, the blight's pretty scary." And we kind of lost that, but otherwise, the end of book one sucks. So no, they kind of just walk through it casually. Yeah, it was very, yeah, even in the book, they didn't do anything. It was very hyped up. They were like, it's the most dangerous thing ever. And we're going to take a bunch of interest. And then, and then like, oh, no, but also we're here. There was no lightning sand. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, well, this was, this was fun, Dowd. Uh, so thanks for coming on. And yeah, uh, thanks for inviting me. You know, feel free to come on any other podcasts. Although I told you, we do tend to get political, but. Uh, you yeah, know. that probably won't happen. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in. <laughs> well, you're always welcome. And this is a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I guess we'll end this one here. All right. At the ending. Yeah. Signing off. All right. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye.